Coaching Group, making a difference one story at a time. We'll be shining the light on successful founders, entrepreneurs, business owners, and leaders that are getting results and making a difference. We'll talk about how they built their businesses, are creating movements, and leveraging the power of authority in their own lives. Be sure to stick around to the end of the show and we'll reveal how you can be our next guest. Let's get started. Everybody, it's Michelle Prince, host of the Power of Authority Spotlight, where we are shining the light on incredible leaders, entrepreneurs, and people who are just doing big things, not just pers- or professionally, also personally. My guest today is somebody that I've admired for many, many years, and I'm super excited to have her on the show. Um, but, but first, this episode is brought to you by Performance Publishing Group. Performance Publishing Group provides top quality, comprehensive book publishing services for soon-to-be authors. I just believe that everyone has a story. Every story matters. But when you get it out there in a book, that's how you can have the biggest impact. So to learn more, just go to performancepublishinggroup.com and share your story. All right, let me introduce you to my friend, Shay Bynes. She is well-known. She's a passionate storyteller. She's a mentor, a strategist who equips leaders to be catalysts for transformation in the marketplace. She's known as the chief fire igniter and she has reached over 1 million aspiring and current entrepreneurs around the globe through her devotionals, books, courses, and podcasts. Her teaching and mentoring provide inspiration and practical strategies for doing business in partnership with God for greater kingdom influence and impact. Shay co-founded the Kingdom Driven Entrepreneur Movement in 2012, and her most popular book, Grace Over Grind, How Grace Will Take Your Business Where Grinding Can't, is shifting the way people live, work, and engage the world around them. Whether she's sharing on platforms publicly or consulting privately, you can expect Shay to deliver an abundance of truth with love, grace, and contagious joy. She holds a bachelor's degree in computer science and a master's of business administration from the University of South Florida and the University of Florida, respectively. She's been married to her husband, Phil, for 23 years and is mom to three beautiful daughters. She has a healthy addiction to sunshine and water, me too, girl, and calls Fort Lauderdale, Florida, her area, her home. Welcome to the show, Shay. Thanks for having me, Michelle. Super good to be here with you. Oh, I'm so excited to get a chance to chat. I know, I'm trying to think, we originally met through a mutual friend that was a part of your coaching group, and he was doing some writing for me. And I remember he just could not stop talking about what incredible work you were doing in the world and wanted to get us connected. So that was our first initial meeting. Many that was our first ago. initial meeting, but I knew about you from back in 2010 at the, what was it called? Extreme Business Makeover event in Orlando. That's the first yes. time I heard of you. <laughs> that's right. That's yeah. right. I think we Zig talk, was at but that. That's why I was first familiar with you because Zig Ziglar and the whole thing yes. back then. Zig yeah. was there. That was one that's of right. those, Oh my gosh. That was, wow. That was, that seems like forever, forever ago, ago. But, but then in a second, it feels like it, it kind of feels like 10 minutes ago. So <laughs> that's, it. that's it. Both, right. Both and. <laughs> I know. But then I had the pleasure of actually, we got to, I got to give you a hug and everything in Nashville recently, which was that's right. Cool. That's you right, which there. was really great. Yes. Yeah, so that was that was fun. Bonus. Bonus, bonus, bonus. Well, yes. I'm super excited to talk about your book, Grace Over Grind. This is um, actually a book that's been around for a while, but you just re- re-released it, but a, an updated edition. Let's tell us more about that. Talk about the book. Yeah. And so just released the fifth anniversary expanded edition of this book. So it 
first came out uh, in January 2018. And the whole premise around this is that, you know, a lot of people when you're, this is a life message, but I'm speaking to entrepreneurs, this whole idea of just like hustling, grinding and making all the things happen and doing them in your own strength and ex working excessively hard, that yeah. that whole lifestyle is a completely inferior substitute to what's available to us in Christ, doing business in mm -hmm. partnership with him. And so the entire book is just like an invitation into a different way of yeah. being and doing in business. You know, what does this look like to do business with God? And also it's more than an invitation. It's also like, by the way, if you're a citizen of the kingdom of God, like this is how we should operate, yeah. right? Not just doing things in our own strength and saying to God be the glory, but actually submitting ourselves, yielding ourselves and getting in alignment with what God has on his mind and heart concerning what we do in business, how we flow, how we grow and allowing him to elevate us along the way. I love that because I, you know, I've been in business since 2009 and I can honestly tell you what started as grace. Um, you know, I was, I felt led by God calling me to, to write a book and to do some things yeah. led and eventually got to grind. So I so relate to your book. I so relate to the message. Yeah. Um, what, how, how did this come about? Like, what was, what's your backstory to this? Like, yeah, did, so, yeah. <laughs> so I know a lot about the grind because that's how I learned business. Right. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I was working a corporate career and had a business on the side. And so I was on team, no sleep, you know, <laughs> oh, yeah. trying to do all the things, make all the things happen <laughs> at that time in my life, my relationship with the Lord, I was a, I was a believer, but as it related to my work life, I lived a pretty compartmentalized life. So I wasn't really engaging God as it related to my work. It would be like, Hey, these are my plans. Lord, please bless these plans. You know, yes. I wasn't really seeking him intentionally in that way, not on purpose. I just didn't even know that he even cared about my right. work right. life, to be honest with you. So that's kind of where I was. So I just kind of fell into the world of the hustle and grind where it's like, make all the things happen, do all the things and all of that. And so that's kind of how I learned business. So that was my mode of operation for many, many years. But then once God completely invaded my space <laughs> and made it very clear to me that he was interested in being involved in that part of my life, that began to really shift me. At first it was kind of, I'd say for about six months, it was kind of like I'd shifted to, okay, he cares. Now I'm doing business out here for the glory of God to about six months later, I'm in church and our pastor was doing a sermon based off of uh, Matthew chapter 11, verses 28 through 30. And this is common scriptures where Jesus is saying, you know, come to me, all of those who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. It talks about how his yoke is easy and his burden is light. But that day, Michelle, the pastor read it in a way I'd never heard it before. And it was from the message. And it said, are you tired, worn out? burnt out on religion, come to me, get away with me and you will recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me, work with me, watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me and you will learn to live freely and lightly. And that hit me. Wow. I know. You see, I have, I roll it off the tongue. Like it became, yeah. I, I grabbed hold of that thing like, I don't, I knew there was a gap between what I was experiencing, especially in my work life and what I just heard. I just heard work with me, walk with me, keep company with me. I heard unforced rhythms of grace. I'm like, I need to know what is that? Like, what right. does that look like? So that was the beginning. I was like, Jesus, I say yes to that. I don't even know what it looks like, but show me. And that was <laughs> back in 2013. Okay. And I haven't turned back ever since. And so a handful of years later, maybe I guess that was about five years later, 
was when I released that uh, first edition. And then another five years later, release, released the second. I may be remembering this incorrectly, but didn't you just quit your job? Pretty that much. Was, so I quit my job in 2010, right after. Okay. Okay. So this is fun. So <laughs> when the conference that I referred to the extreme yeah. business makeover, which is when mm -hmm. I first heard of you heard Zig met Zig, in fact, and his wife that time at that conference, it was the last day of that conference. And I was getting ready to go to the last session. I was ironing my clothes and I heard from God, like I had never, ever heard from God before. And he said, go. Now he had told me 18 months prior that I was going to be leaving my job. But that day, as I was ironing my clothes, about 17 months later, he said, go. go. And it shook me. I had never heard from God like that before. Like, it was just very, it's like, I, I, I it wasn't like an audible voice, but it might as well have been to me because it was that, it hit me that hard. And so I called my husband and he's like, well, you know, I'd already blessed you leaving if that's how you feel, you know, if that's what you believe the Lord's doing, even though it made no sense, but he has a yeah. gift of faith. And so I left that conference in Orlando, went home that next Monday and called my boss. And I'm like, I don't know how to tell you this, but I got to get my 30 days notice. So I did leave. Oh. And that was, so it was just a crazy, like that was, that was wild. That was completely outside of my normal way of being. It didn't make any sense, but I was shook. I was like, no, he told, he gave me this warning 18 months. He told me this yeah. 18 months ago. And I heard this and I could hear he wasn't playing. It's time to go. And <laughs> I was just had to learn how to trust him because I didn't know what that looked like. And I couldn't strategize my way through it. Mm. Oh my yeah. gosh. You, we have so many similar stories, but what you just said reminds me of a saying I used to say to myself a lot during the early years was um, jump and pray that your wings develop on the way down or something <laughs> like that. You know what I mean? Like sometimes you just have to, to, to jump and you don't really know why, but I, I so know what you're talking about. And maybe not everybody listening understands this, but when you, when you hear from God, like, it, it may not be audible, but there's no denying. Yeah. And your word was, no was your word was go. My word was right. Like mm. it's clear. And I'm like, but God, I'm not a writer. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you no. love it when you tell your creator no. what you're not? <laughs> and I'm like, no, I'm not, not doing that. Sorry. And yes. it took me two years. And it was around the time I did meet you then. Cause that was 2009. Yes. I was like, I, I remember being like, okay, well, what do I have to lose? I'll just write, you know, like, we'll see what happens. And, but, yes. but, but when you obey, when you obey what God is telling you to do, keep doors open. I'm, I'm sure this That's is your right. case too. Doors open, you don't even know exist. Yeah. I mean, I kind of entered a whole new world, you know, leaving that job. And even when I left, I still went into hustle and grind mode because I didn't know anything yeah. else. So mm -hmm. I left the job and went into what I called my six months of faithless action taking. And I went and I had a real estate business while I was working corporate. So I just went hard. I just went hard after it, working nonstop, trying to make all the things happen. And I knew what I was doing because it was a business I'd been doing for years. Okay. And it was like God put his hand on that thing. It's like no matter how hard I was working, it was it was barely increasing, barely and about six months into that, I had another interruption. And this was gentle. It wasn't like, it wasn't like before go. This was a smaller, stiller voice, but it was, oh. are you done yet? Oh, are no. Yet? I just heard like, I was just sitting there and I just heard, are you done yet? And it was like, yeah, I am because this isn't working. And so that was like round two. Okay, let me turn my attention to the one who asked me to leave my job in the first mm -hmm. place. And say, Lord, what is it that you have on your mind? Because this is way before the grace. This is this is a couple of years before Grace Over Grind right. showed up. I'm, I'm, we're going back in my history. And so by the time it was like, 
by the time he got my attention that second time to say, are you done yet? That was when I began to make the shift into, okay, like really seeking him around what it is. Why did I even leave my job in the first place? And two years later was when Kingdom Driven Entrepreneur that you, you'd alluded to that in the bio came up. And like you said, I can't, when you told the Lord, you know, I'm not a writer. When the Lord gave the assignment for Kingdom Driven Entrepreneur, I said, what's a Kingdom Driven Entrepreneur? You know what? <laughs> What does that mean? I'm a Christian and I'm a business owner, but what in the world is a kingdom driven entrepreneur? I didn't even know. So I said, yes, because by this time I'd exercise his faith muscle. He said, leave your job. I love my job. You made it clear. He said, are you done yet? You need to shift after he put his hand and kept, you know, massive progress from happening in the area that I, you know, I had some know-how in he's got my attention. So it was like, yeah, okay. I don't know what this looks like, but if you can show me what this is and tell me what this is, you know, I'll do it. And so I can relate to you in so many ways because there were so many, there were so many opportunities, (laughs) invitations placed before me to do something that made absolutely no sense to my sensibilities at all. And it wouldn't, and they're they're not even things that would be like, if I was advising somebody, I'd be like, ah, that's not a great idea. Except for the fact that if God said it, you know, because I was doing things that didn't, it didn't make sense. I did There was many things that would have made sense to do before making the transitions that I did. But Mm -hmm. he's like, you know, you can keep operating with your sensibilities, but you'll also see how I can, he put his hand on that thing. It wasn't going anywhere. Wow. It wasn't going anywhere. Well, when did the shift happen? That, so that shift was in, that was in, that was six months after I left my job. So that was in 2010 still. And then two years later, was when one of my real estate buddies had said to me, you know, I met this woman and when I met her, I really felt like I was supposed to connect you. So he connected me to this woman. She was a business coach in LA, we're having this chat. And, she, and I was like, she's great, but I'm not sure why he was so adamant that we meet. And at the end of our conversation, she says, I have this client that I really feel like I'm supposed to connect you to. So she connects me to this woman, this is March, 2012, her name, uh, Antonina Gear. And when we met, I immediately knew, like God brought us together for a specific reason. I didn't know what it was. So about six or seven, eight weeks or so after we met, I'd said to her, Antonina, I feel like God brought us together for a really specific reason. She's like, I've been feeling the same. And I said, well, let's pray and come, let's pray about it and come back Mm -hmm. in a week. She was in South Carolina. We hadn't even met, just phone conversation. Oh, how funny. So we, so we chat, come back in a week. We prayed about it. She shared some things. I shared some things. I'm like, no, it's not that. Let's pray and come back again. So we prayed, came back again the next, we did this three times. The third time she says, the Lord had given me these words and I put them in my journal. I have no idea what they're about or what's he, what he wants me to do with them. And this had happened months earlier. She said, the words are kingdom driven entrepreneur. And Michelle, when she said that, what came out of my mouth, I didn't even have a chance to think about it. What came out of my mouth was that's a community. It's a movement. And it starts with a book. And I literally didn't even know what a kingdom driven entrepreneur was. Oh, so that was the Holy gosh. spirit. It was just like, it just came out of my mouth and I was shocked and she was shocked. And we were like, <laughs> well, well, what is that? Like, what does that mean? I mean, what does that even look like? So for the next six months, it was us and the Lord, like, what is this? How in the world are we starting with a book? Who starts with a book on a topic that we're just like, what is this? Like, this is not normal, but we could not deny God's move was, he was just all in it. And so six months later, we gave away this book. We gave it away on Kindle. And inside the book, we invited them into, we're like, we'll start this community on Facebook. We didn't know what else to do. Yeah. And so we, we said, Hey, you know, if you read this book and like this message in the book, come to this you know, Facebook group. And we had a couple thousand people show up in this Facebook group. And we're like, all right, Jesus. So now that these people are here, what are we doing? What do we do with them? (laughs) I mean, that was the beginnings, you know, back in 2012, it was absolutely wild. 
And what's really, really, this, oh there's so God. levels, there's so many levels of craziness to this, this story, but it was like the same woman who's a dear, dear sister of mine. She hasn't been involved in the operations for years. I literally walked into destiny from words placed in her journal that she didn't know what they were about for then the Lord to say to her to about two and a half years later, like you've done your part here. And for them, for me to continue oh. it on, those were words oh. in her journal. And I always think about how, how God gives, like he will give, sometimes we'll take on, this is part of a grind too. Like we'll take on too much just because the Lord showed you something. Mm. Didn't mean that he was asking you to do it. He'll give you ideas for other people that you meet. In her case, oh. she was there to be a midwife to the thing that he had on his heart for the marketplace. And she helped me to start. And we were two completely had no idea what we were doing, but we were yielded to God and said, yes, wow. to then for her to go on and do, you know, the next thing that she had to do for me to go on and for him to surround me with a team that we just went ahead and just continued to grow. It was just absolutely wild. But I mean, I never, I couldn't have written this. I couldn't have, yeah. I had no idea back when I knew first found out about you in 2010 and I'm sitting in that conference at Extreme Business Makeover. I know. I mean, and, and that's, and I can so relate to everything you're saying because, but that's how God works. You know, I, and this is a good reminder for me too, is to just yield to that. Cause sometimes, and you know, you're in the same world of speaking and coaching and sure. seminars and all that. And sometimes you can get pulled that what happened to me. So after I met you in 2010, I, you know, when you just have somebody like, well, I could do this, I could do this, I could do this, I could do that. And then before I knew it, I was so busy and spread so yeah. thin that I was, I literally had a moment where, oh, this is crazy. I was in LA at a, at a conference that I paid a lot of money to be at, um, to yes. learn, you know, speaking and all this stuff. And I as clear as day heard it in my spirit, like God kind of telling me to stop all of the, stop chasing the wind. Like don't mm. stop trying to do everything yes. in your own you know, in your own strength and your own, in your own strength. And, yeah. and I literally was like, whoa. And what, what started one way ended up going a very different way for a few years. And that's when I reeled it back in a little too, of like, okay. Cause it's really, yes. it's anti, or it's kind of counterintuitive to think the less you grind the, the <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Is that just me? But I mean, um, but if we really think about it, like let's, but we could break this down. Like if you think about yeah. the grind, so the grind is like excessive hard work, right? Yeah. So we're working primarily in our strength based off of our own wisdom, our own insights, what we think about all the things, whatever. And God gave us a brain, but it's like, but mm -hmm. we're not, but if we're not engaging him in this process, then we're just coming based off of our limitations, right? Right. So there, so there's the grind. And then we're trying to make all the things happen in our own strength. But then you think about grace, which is like, it's not like grace was just what, you know, helped us be forgiven and yes. saved. Like we're also sustained by it. So it is an Ooh. enabling power. It is that empowerment to be all God's called us to be, to do all God's called us to do and to experience things we never could on our own. So mm. without that idea of accepting this invitation we have from God to actually create with him, to seek his mind and heart concerning the things that we're doing in the marketplace, our lives, this is a life message really. Yeah. But in all the things, right, if we're not seeking him, then we're building things in our own strength that we have to then sustain. Mm -hmm. But whereas if we're operating in the grace of God, then you've got his favor, you've got his rest, you have, mm -hmm. his, you have his wisdom and solutions when you don't have any, <laughs> you've yeah. got things that, that, that are a benefit to other people that come from a place of the spirit that you never could have got out of yes. your own wisdom and experiences. Like yeah. all of that happens in partnership with God, not in our own uh, capabilities. You know? Uh, 
And so it's like that invitation that we have with them and really the way of life that we should operate in. Because if we're citizens of the kingdom, that's our primary citizenship. Right. So we should be operating from the spirit primarily to then engage on earth or in whatever nation that we are citizens of. So that is actually how we are called to function is with him. I called the with factor. That's why it hit me. Walk with me. Work with me. Mm. Keep company with me. Mm. In the gospels, he says, abide in me. Yes. Yes. I am the vine. You are the, so it's like Jesus is telling us us this over and over and over again. But we're just, (laughs) we just want to make it happen. Or so it'll be like, so you have on the extreme case, Michelle, where it's like, you're not even paying attention to any, like I used to be, I wasn't really paying attention to God. I wasn't operating against him. No. Right. I was, I was, I was integrity, you know, mm -hmm. all of those things. So I was pretty much operating out of his principles, but I wasn't engaging him at all and just kind of completely ignoring and, yeah. you know, and just out there. Then you have <laughs> folks that are like, okay, I'm going to operate with his principles and I, and I am, and I am acknowledging him, but I'm still doing this in my own strength for the glory of God. Yes. And then you've got, wow, I'm not just doing this for the glory. Of God, I'm doing this with the presence of God because that's where we experience his best. That's where mm-hmm. our sphere of influence experiences what's mm. on his mind and his heart which is mm-hmm. way, I mean, you and I just talked about this example of how limited us operating in what we thought. Yeah. You know, you can go down all the paths, <sighs> do all the things and mm-hmm. you never would know. And then you hear the voice of the Lord and then you're like, how did I get here? Yes, yes, yes. You <laughs> never could have orchestrated that on your own. No. Wow, so, I mean- I, and and I, I'm, I know there are people listening to this are like, yes, that's what I want. I want, but they don't know how. Absolutely. That's um, what the book's need, all about. And that's yeah. what that, why they need to buy the book um, at graceovergrind.com. Yes. Um, but could you give us just like maybe one or two nuggets for somebody yeah. who's like, I don't even know where to start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I give you whatever nuggets you got time for. <laughs> so here's the thing. The beginning stage for me when it was like, okay. When that hit me like that, and was like, oh, wow, I want to know what that looks like, Lord. Like, what are we doing here? There was two key things that I did that, that changed for me. One of them was I stopped reading the Bible for achievement. And mm. I started reading it and asking Holy Spirit as I'm reading it, help me. Like, I want to hear you over these words. Like, help bring these words to life for me. I engaged the scripture completely different. And I realized, like, Lord would start talking to me about things that had nothing to do with those words on the pages wow. as I was gauging those words on the pages. Or I could look at a scripture that I read a hundred times before, yes. but it was like it, that thing, I would understand it. So I was, so I was practicing engaging okay. God. As it related to my business, I started doing daily business meetings with God. So instead of creating my to-do, I, I'm a to-do list person. Uh-huh. So instead of doing, I take my to-do list and then going off to the races to do all the things, mm-hmm. I would say, okay, here are my plans, but Lord, I'm submitting these to you. What are your thoughts concerning this? I went from a one-way monologue of asking God to bless what I'm doing, bless my plans, and also, you know, put up a Hail Mary to ask for help when I ran into trouble to a conversation, a posture of listening. Now, the thing is, to be clear, I didn't grow up in church with an understanding of the Holy Spirit's like operation in my life. So I didn't even know, like, this was new, like, this was new. When I said it's a community, it's a movement, it starts with the book, like that had never happened to me before. Okay. So it's like, so I had to learn that, yes, just like the scripture says, I can hear his voice, but I had to practice. 
And it was like, okay, so as I'm engaging God around these things around my business, you know, okay, as I believe, like as a thought comes to me, if it wasn't against the scripture, I'm going to test this. I'm going to try. I'm not going to sit here and evaluate over and over again and be in a mind grind of, I'm not sure if this was God. How will I know if I don't take a step of faith, a step, not massive leaps, a step towards that one thought that Mm -hmm. came to my mind and take a step and watch as he could confirm things and reveal things as I went. And so it was just the practice, the exercising of the muscle, because you can sit around and just like, it's not really practice if you don't do the corresponding action and faith according Mm. to the thing that you believe. The freedom that people need to know is that he loves you so much that even when you will mishear, misconstrue, be outside of the timing or whatever, he's not condemning you. He's so happy that you're engaging him. Oh. It's like you're his beloved daughter, his beloved yeah. son. It's not like, oh, look at, oh, myself. <laughs> look at She's him. back again. Look at her. <laughs> trying to listen to me and jacking it all up. That's not, that's not the posture of yeah. his heart concerning us. So we, we don't have to operate in fear mm-hmm. or shame or condemnation as we are practicing responding to yeah. the voice of the Lord. Yeah. And so if people would just operate in that freedom, that is, that's available, that's part of his grace. If you Mm -hmm. operate in that freedom, then you'll realize, and it will not take you long because you will begin to encounter God in ways you haven't encountered him before. You will have thoughts you haven't thought before. I mean, it's just, it's just what happens. And so I just encourage people to just like, even as just an initial step to Mm -hmm. just engage God in a way that you've never engaged God before. Oh, that's good. That's good. And practice, like you said, and just, just, because we all hear from- Lexi, a faith muscle. Yes. Yes. And we all hear from God. I mean, God created us. us. He speaks to us, but, but a lot of people do doubt it or they, they block it out. And, and it's just that intentional time. But, but I think what you said is so important. Just trust, don't doubt it. Just trust that what you did yeah. here. And, yeah, I mean, it, if, it's and, counter, and if it's against the scripture, obviously that ain't come from him, but no. most of the times it's not most yeah. of the times it's like something that's not against the scripture at all. It's just like, but go try. Like, and sometimes the craziest things that you think, like in your case, like kingdom, know, who am I to do something like that? Those are the ways that, and then for me writing a book, those are the ways that God ends up ultimately blessing you in such humongous ways that you're like, wow, I never like, would have thought of imagine not yes. having been responsive, yes. you know, to that yes. wild, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. thought or mm-hmm. that, you know, you know, so I've got like story after story after story. I'm like, and I remember in those beginning years how kind the Lord was to confirm things relatively quickly for me as I was practicing over time. It wouldn't be as fast. It wouldn't be as passive as insight. It wasn't because I'm growing and maturing in him and I have his heart. And so now we're co-creating in a different kind of way. But in that beginning, trying to learn that it's like that I actually do hear your voice, those confirmations, they they didn't take long and they Mm. may not have been the exact way I would hope to have seen it or even in the timing but his, his hand was clear. Mm. His hand was clear. But if I never took the steps, I never would have seen the clarity of his movement. So true. Right? So I have to admit something that I don't necessarily want to admit, but I've been okay. waiting for this show because I wanted to thank you for something. So do you remember a conversation we had probably about two, probably it was in about 2018, 2019, somewhere in there. And I, it was probably when we were reintroduced and I was telling you about that, that I had two books that God had kind of put on my heart, but one of them was 
one, the, the one that I knew God wanted me to start with. Yes. And, I remember this conversation very well. I remember where I was standing when we were having it. Yeah. And, and I, because of, for many reasons, um, I ended up writing the other one first because one, it was easier to get out Two, it was just like, you know, in my mind, comfortable. Thank you. <laughs> and in my mind, the most logical one to do yes. first, because that yes. one would generate income for my business. This other one probably wouldn't. So it was kind of like, you know, what am I going to do here? Uh -huh. So, and I remember us having this conversation and we were talking, I think about your podcast or something. And, and you're like, uh, yeah. So when you get that other book done, <laughs> you let me know. And I was like, well, I mean, I really wasn't offended, but, but it was such a, but no, I needed to hear it. And you know, when you know, you know what God's telling you to do, but you still don't yes. do it. You can justify it and all of this stuff. And I knew I was supposed to get that book, which is called Shine Through Your Story, yes. uh, which, thank which you I have for. read and it is excellent. And thank I could you. see why it needed to be written. And it's totally the story that I would have wanted to be talking to you about. On the podcast. I know, I know. Well, and yes. I'm sharing this embarrassing story because to the point of we do hear from God. And Absolutely. It's, you know, I, I don't regret any delay because, you know, God had a plan for this, I'm sure as well. But you know what? Nothing's hindsight 2020, nothing is wasted. But I'm yes. like, you know, what? why didn't I do this? Why didn't I for various reasons? But you called me out and that is something <laughs> I appreciate. You know, I live in Texas and we're all real sweet and nice and kind, but I, I lived on the East Coast for a while. So a yes. true friend was a friend that called you out. Yes. <laughs> with, like, love, with love, with love. Or a girl that does not look good on you, hun. You know? <laughs> um, but you did that and, and it really, and I literally, I wrote it down in my calendar to, you were going to be one of the first people I contacted when I finally got it done. Yes. And, and it took me a long time, but, um, but anyway, I appreciate that because sometimes we hear and we don't take action and yeah. then, but, but that's also where mentorship and having other people in your Absolutely. life, like, sometimes you need somebody to push that that's a right. little farther than you're willing to take it. And so you yeah, do that that's for I'm me. Like, I'm so all about, I'm God and people, God and people. It's like, yeah. <laughs> I need community. Like I need yeah. the Lord and I need community, right? That's yeah. really important. Yeah, yeah. Really important part of the journey. Yeah, for sure. Okay. So I have to ask you questions. So, you know, okay. with Kingdom Driven Entrepreneur, I knew you, or you were doing, you know, the coaching and all that. You, you took a step back from leaving that. Uh, what was that about a year ago? Um, my husband became CEO November of 2020. So that's okay. two years now. Two years. Okay. So what's the next five years for you look like? With this book launching. Oh gosh, I have absolutely no idea what the next five years looks like, but. Okay, 20 minutes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I can tell you what the next six months looks like right okay. now. Okay. So one of the things that the Lord made really clear to me at the end of last year. So, you know, there are stages to this thing. Like I spent a decade, like building a movement, creating culture yes. with Kingdom Driven LLC and, and, you know, and just kind of building it there. And the Lord's like, I have given you a team. I focus on structures, people, building people, building structures, building the, you know, the things. But what the Lord said to me last year was that now the message that you carry, I need you to take that out. So I need to go from being like the builder in this space to allowing the team to continue to be building in that mm -hmm. space, being in an advisory capacity to them. But I need to go take the message out. I didn't have time and space at, you know. When you're yeah. like the CEO and you've got people and you've got all the things, I didn't have time to be out here. I wasn't as, you know, I spoke a handful of times 
You know, mm-hmm. I would do podcast interviews a handful of times. I didn't have time for all of that. I was no. really focused on, we were building platform there, all, you know, all the things with Kingdom Driven Entrepreneur. But he's like, this message, it's time for you to go out. And so oh. when I, and I didn't know exactly that, what that was going to look like. I was writing the fifth anniversary edition anyway. Um, and, you know, uh, but then he's like, no, you're like, my whole schedule looks different now. Ooh. I mean, I didn't, you know, so there's that aspect. I still do advising. Um, I still do advising and I have, you know, I have a, a group called Kingdom Catalyst that I lead and all of those things. But I, so I have those things, but there was two key things. One was take this message out, okay? And take it into places that you maybe in the past even avoided. Take the message out. That's a whole nother, that's probably another podcast episode. And, <laughs> and also he was showing me uh, some new assignments especially related to in government and some like, uh, so he's been showing me that over the last two years and just connecting some dots for me here and there. I feel like I'm following this wild adventure with these breadcrumbs that keep getting bigger. And Mm -hmm. so I'm leaving space for him to continue to reveal for me to sit with him and journal things out. I'm in that stage on something new, right? So I have no idea where that's headed. I have a few visions of what, you know, I have a sense of it, but I don't know exactly what that looks like and when, but I do know for sure that I'm supposed to be taking this message out. And I will at least say this, when I said even take it in places that I might have been shy about doing it in the past is because in the past, I would focus on places where there was an ease to it because Mm. I already knew it would be easily received. You know, I'm not having to push against the grain too much, you know, so if they're inviting me to a conference, they already believe for the most part of the things that I believe in, it'll still be a stretch for them, but it's not like there's not. But he's like now. And this is I'm even calling you into the places where you're like, where you would be like in the past, like, oh, there's a bit too much tension there. But I believe that the reason why he's inviting me into those spaces, and I'm already seeing the evidence of this, is that even though that might have been a case three years ago, it's like now is the time because he's like working in people's hearts. You know, he's yeah. opening people up. So there's someone who would have, there's people who told me I made them mad in the past, but now they have me on their platforms to talk about this message because why? Because God began to soften their heart towards changed them. So wow. I wouldn't have even gone to be like, hey, can I be on your show? Because I knew that you would not even, you're, you're mad and you don't even want anything to do with this message. Yes. But yet over time, it's like they were ready, you know? And so I think that there's some places and spaces that maybe three years ago or two years ago or whatever, um, wouldn't have been the friendliest of spaces to walk in, but God's opening the door because he's also I'm preparing people for the message that I'm coming with. So, wow. Okay. There's a couple of things I want to unpack there. First thing is what a great lesson for entrepreneurs, for all of us, that the only way you were able to, to go where God was calling you is because you had systems and people set up to take over. And I also had to be willing to let go. Oh yeah. (laughs) I mean, I let go of, of hosting the podcast that I had been running for nine and a half years. Like of a CEO seat of the company that I that I had co-founded. Like these were not small let goes. Yeah. But if I didn't let them go, I could then Kingdom Driven Entrepreneur couldn't couldn't thrive. And then yeah. I couldn't thrive. Right? right. I would be then grinding and doing right. things in my own. Well, the fact that, that you were doing exactly what you're sharing with other people to do. And that's yeah. It's not like it's all laid out for you either. It's not like, oh, this is gonna happen and this is gonna be successful. So I'm gonna go here. You're in the know. unknown you know, pioneer world right now. Um, I do have to say this though. And what I see in you 
and I've met you personally, so I can, and this is just so like, I confirm you have this ability. You are a catalyst. That's a perfect word for your group, but you, you will, people will listen to what you have to say. You have a way of commanding space and attention. And so I think that's why God maybe is moving you into areas that maybe you weren't welcome as, or maybe they weren't open to it at the time. But right. I, I open to the message, right? Yeah, open to the message, but or the I message think, giver. <laughs> yeah, but what you, I think, one of your just natural gifts is people. You you command people's, uh, and I don't mean command in a bad way. Like you, people want to listen to what you have to say, and that's such a gift. So I I can't wait to see where you're this what is, you're going like, to end I'm up on doing. I'm on a fun adventure because this wasn't. I know. You know I mean, you're you're in the like speaking space and all that. Wasn't my space. I wasn't. I mean, I just happened to speak because people yes. asked me to. Right. Yes. I wasn't really in that space of being a messenger like that. Mm-hmm. Right. So this is this is new territory for me. So I'm yeah, you to see what what he's got going on. Yeah, you are going to you're you you've got this. <laughs> there's there's no way. In my, I mean, there's no doubt in my mind. Um, OK, so what else is on the horizon beyond personally? What are some things that are, maybe you're excited about over the? Yeah, I mean, week? I'm just excited about. The fact that, you know, there's, there's the, when you're doing something new, it's like, it's not new, but it is new, right? It's a message mm-hmm. that I've lived for many, many, many years. Oh, I've yeah. written books about it. I've mentored in it. You know, I've advised people. So that's not new, but the fact that I'm in it and I get to express it in new ways has mm-hmm. been really life-giving for me. And the thing, and the fact is, I don't know what it all looks like or where it's all leading and what he wants to do with that. So there's the, there's the excitement and the mm-hmm. anticipation around yeah. watching his favor do the things that I couldn't do. So I'm in yet again, in that stage of I'm sowing seeds, you know, I very intentionally set in my calendar, I'm going to, I'm going to spend time to do these, 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 you know, podcast interviews and Mm -hmm. to do these things. And by the way, someone who's an advisor who gets, gets, usually gets paid pretty well to do a session where, so I'm saying I'm number of hours per month to go have these conversations. And Lord, I, and I trust you. And I just know that you're going to work out all the details, right? And so it's just, it's another phase of just the, the trust walk with him and watching the way he does things. The reason mm-hmm. why this message even took off in the first place after the first edition came out is because God orchestrated things that I never could have done on my own. I didn't have the, I didn't, we didn't have the advertising budget capability at the time to, wow. to, you know, to, to really push that out. But God was like our chief publicity officer. Oh, I love that. And grew from there. You know, every, it's like, he, it's like, I've always had my little, this is what I have, Lord. And I'm here again in this mm-hmm. space right now. Here I am again, Lord. I've got, I've got these calls that I'll do and have these conversations. I'll, I'll submit my time that I might've spent spending doing advising and stuff like that. And I'll do this. And, you know, and Lord, I know you want you, this a whole nother sphere of influence you have for me in government. And I don't know what that looks like, but I'll, I'll submit this time to sit with you to dream with you, mm-hmm. to seek what seek your heart about what this looks like and to take those little tiny steps. I'm in that space again, which is kind of fun. I mean, you know, if you think about it, this is such a, uh, for anyone who's done something for a long time and then you mm-hmm. develop a real strength in it and mm-hmm. then guys like, okay, you developed really strength in it. Now I want <laughs> something new. You, know, like, yeah. you can't get stuck yeah. in, the, in the thing that was that you were thriving and now you're like super comfortable in. He's yes. like, yeah, I know you're super comfortable in that, you know, but I've got something else for you. And so it's like a consistently realizing how dependent yes. I am, 
you know, on his presence, on his capability mm-hmm. and not mine. It just keeps me in that posture mm-hmm. <laughs> all the time. So it's becoming comfortable with uncomfortable. And which is why, which is why you are so inspiring. Even, you know, I see your posts and everything on, on social. And, and the other thing I'll, I'll add is the fact that you're so real. There's a lot of, uh, you know, in the world of speaking Mask and wearing. podcasting, <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. And just keeping it real. Like, look, it's not all always good all the time. And no, you know I what? Some challenges, I, lots of them. Yeah, yeah, same, same. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. But that's, yeah. I think, why people will listen to what you have to say because they're like, okay, she's real. She's authentic. Yeah. She's going to say it like it is. She's following God's leading. And yeah. I trust her, you know? You know so. what? I, you know what it is, though? It's because it's like, because I, I recognize fully that he's the source and I'm simply a resource. As mm. soon as people won't share other things, it's because they haven't fully grabbed hold of the fact that they're merely a resource and they're not the source. So they're looking, it's almost like, I don't want to show that or share that or do that because I don't want the people to then feel this way or feel that way. Because you're actually, you're not thinking this, but you're actually acting as if you were the source for the people, mm-hmm. right? Or that that business, or look at it the other way, or that that business, or you doing it that way is the source for you, as opposed to God being the source for you. It works both ways. So when you have like that confidence that I'm a resource, like God is my source, I can fully be exactly who he's called me to be and express exactly the way he's given me to express it and have not a worry in the world because I am not the source of these people and they are not my source either. There is Mm. something about being rooted in that truth that gives yes. you a whole nother uh, a level of both what I talk about in the book, actually humility and confidence. Yes. Together, humility and, com- humility and confidence together, which you can truly have when you really have a revelation of that truth that y'all aren't my source and I'm not your source. Yes. <laughs> you know, that has been such a, 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 a frequent message I've been hearing over this, through Lenten season about humility and that yeah. I, I'm going to put this on the wall. He's the source. I'm the resource. That is, yeah. that is so it's good. Very freeing. And, but, the, but sometimes though, to be the resource, he's going to put you in out in areas and, or out out in front where you're maybe not comfortable or all the time. Yeah. Or, or, <laughs> yes. or this is for people that love to be out front. Or he may be putting pulling you back. Yep. To be the resource for somebody else, like that woman did for you. That's right. Mm. That's right. It's like that is good. That is. That's why you just got to be open to his movement. Again, yeah. this is with God. Yes. All these stories that I told you, I couldn't have done any of that stuff in my own strength for God. Mm-hmm. Mm. None of it. Nothing that I've shared today. No. Well, your book is incredible. The the Thank fifth you. edition is out, graceovergrind.com. Definitely want to go get that book and anything, anything that that Shay does, you wanna you wanna learn about. I know you can still <laughs> find all of her plans on you version because I still yes, see them out there and That's um right. which I I so love that. I love you version. And so um one give us some last parting thoughts or advice that you would give to to people that are listening. Yeah, sure. I just want to um, I, this is, I'm going to reiterate a point, <laughs> which is that I want you to embrace this invitation because it is an invitation from God to do all things with him. I mean, a triune God, unlimited, the father, Jesus Christ, <laughs> and the Holy Spirit, creator of the universe, 
Okay. Unlimited, unchanging. There's an invitation for him to do all things with him. So I invite you to say yes to that invitation. Also, I want you to not only grab hold of this as an invitation, but grab hold of this as if you are a citizen of the kingdom of God, that this is what you are called to. This isn't just like a nice to have. This is actually what you were called to, is to do life with him. You can't do on earth as it is in heaven for God and not with him. You can't like, we're not, if we're going to actively participate in the advancement of the kingdom of God, if that's what we're called to as ambassadors of the kingdom of God, of heaven, you can't just do that in your own strength and say to God, be the glory. I'm doing this for God. You've got to do it with the presence of God. So I want you to embrace the invitation and embrace what I'm calling the mandate because you are called to this. And that's all I have to say about that. Okay. Well, anybody, it, it almost makes you think like, like what would make us think we would never follow that invitation? I mean, who are, who are we to but A lot of people don't. <laughs> but I know we all do. <laughs> but, okay. In, invitation and mandate. I love that. Shay, yes, thank you so much. I could talk to you Absolutely. all day, but thank you so much for being on the show. Thank You're you such for an having me, Michelle. I appreciate it. Thank you. All right, everybody, go get Grace Over Grind, graceovergrind.com. And I am going to leave you with the, the, my favorite quote that Shay gave today, and that is, he is the source, you and I, we are the resource. So let's go out, let's be resources for the glory of God. We'll see you next time. so much for listening to the Power of Authority Spotlight. If you are a successful founder, entrepreneur, business owner, or leader that's getting results and making a difference, and you'd like to be on this program, please visit performancepublishinggroup.com forward slash podcast to apply. That's performancepublishinggroup.com forward slash podcast. Also, if you got something out of this interview, please share this episode. Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. If you know someone that would be a great guest, tag them on social media to let them know about the show and include the hashtag, the power of authority spotlight. I love seeing your posts and guest suggestions. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content, so make sure you don't miss any episodes by subscribing. Your thumbs up, ratings, and reviews go a long way to help promote the show and mean a lot to me and my team. Want to know more? Go to our websites, performancepublishinggroup.com or michelleprince.com. And follow me on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you next time.